we'll begin our uh, ABC Supply 500 post-race press conference uh, with the driver of the number nine PNC Bank Honda. Scott Dixon finished third today. Scott, it's your uh, best finish here at Pocono since you won the race here in uh, 2013. Uh, just talk a little bit about your day, please. Uh, yeah, I don't know, a bit of a strange one. Um, obviously, you know, uh, didn't want to see what happened at uh, the start of the race and, and definitely thank you of, you know, Robbie and his family and um, I haven't really heard an update of, of how that's all going, but I uh, just hope he's doing okay. Uh, to the race, which was, uh, I don't know, really difficult. Um, had lots of understeer, we added tons of front wing to the car, uh, just about every stop I think we added front wing, um, you know, made multiple changes to try and get the thing to turn, but... Uh, you know, you can get it pretty loose by yourself and then just in traffic, it's just massive washout. Um, and with the kink being, you know, as difficult as it was, you, you know, you just couldn't pass. Even, you know, through that mid stint there, uh, we tried to shift up on strategy and then got caught with Marco and it kind of threw our whole pack into, uh, you know, a 208, 2010 uh, situation where, you know, the leaders just took off and, and basically then all of us were just racing for third. So somewhat of a frustrating day. Um, nice to get some... Uh, some points out of it you know obviously we took a bit of a hit there with uh, with rossi uh congrats to him you know doing a stellar job right now and you know we definitely uh, we definitely need to to try and uh sort our uh, act out especially qualifying and and uh, just pace out of the car right now so uh yeah i don't know that was about it really it was just it was really tough to pass uh you could get cars that were really bad but um cars that were you know sort of midway and halfway pace you know you just really struggled you know uh, Marco was lifting big time to get uh, you know fuel mileage and, and just couldn't get a run on him um, you know had two been a little easier and you just didn't have the washout that we did uh, today you know it would have been uh, a lot easier to pass but um, is what it is I think you know next year we definitely need to come back with a revised uh, error kit. When you have a guy like Alex Rossi who's having a, a, a pretty good day over the entire field can you talk just a little bit about minimizing that damage he did? Uh, point, lead, point lead is now 29 points unofficially. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you look at the last couple of races, we, we've taken a bit of a hit. Um, you know, we, we haven't been horrible. You know, we've, we've just kind of been a bit blah, but they've, uh, they've been excelling. So, you know, uh, you can't say anything else, but, you know, good job to them and, and uh, congrats to them. Uh, we've just got to do a better job. Um, you know, I think the, the rest of us... Uh, you know, and the points kind of area there, I think, have been, you know, sort of up and down a little bit and, and fairly close. But, uh, you know, those guys have, have done a hell of a job. So, um, yeah, it, uh, obviously we'd like to be gaining points, but that wasn't reality. All right. Uh, questions for Scott Dixon. Um, just raise your hands and uh, we'll start uh, with the front up here with uh, Kyle. Kyle Magic from the Times Leader. Scott, can you just talk about trying to refocus after what happened in the early run and I know you had that that bad crash in Indy last year as well um <clears throat> you know some of these situations you can't do much about you know it's uh, it's unfortunate to see you know an accident uh you know like that at any time but you know especially you know the first lap of a 500 mile race too and and uh you know the it is very tough going through that kink you know it's it's you know we have a lot less downforce this year and and just the the, the way the car functions is 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 more difficult too but you know when you you don't do any kind of warm-up it's tough to really understand you know where the car is and the balance of it um you know you're kind of rolling out after a big rain session uh you know throughout the night and the afternoon um you know it's hard to know what the track's like but you know maybe at those points you should be a little bit cautious but um as i said you know it's it's no, none of us want to ever see that. You know, it's, uh, it's horrible uh, to see. And, um, you know, all we can hope for is that everybody's going to be okay and uh, everyone's safe. Um, you know, it's definitely a close-knit family here. And, and uh, you know, Robbie, I see every day at training, you know, so it's, uh, you know, just hope that uh, he's going to be okay. 
Also joined by Will Power, the uh, runner-up in today's race. It's Will's third straight podium here at Pocono. He had previously won the last two races here at Pocono. Uh, Will, just uh, sum up your day. Uh, looked like you could kind of stay with Rossi, but just had trouble uh, keeping pace. Yeah, we we, uh, we got him in that one exchange. Then we're not qu- just got a couple of bad runs out of one. To be honest, uh, had a bad run. He got kind of beside me going into two and. Um, yeah, that was that. And then in the last pit stop, we had a great shot at getting him again. And then, uh, you know, I caught Max Chilton at the worst possible spot in three and then washed right up in the marbles, almost got to the wall and got back to the pits. And then on the outlap, it got a misshift in seconds. So just lost seconds in that whole exchange. And that was our only shot. And then closed the gap to him at the end there. Um, and it was going to be, if we didn't jump him in that exchange, it was going to be very difficult to get him because he was obviously very fast. Um, and yeah, that was that. It was just difficult to follow and get a run on people. And um, yeah, full, basically full green, no yellows or restarts. All right, we'll continue questions for the drivers. We'll go with uh, John and then Wolfgang. John, hi everyone with ESPN up, Kirky and front stretch. Um, it looked, I mean, all year it's been kind of difficult to pass on the ovals. It looked like it was kind of like that again today. Is that uh, a result of the arrow package, or is it just the green flag runs, or is it something else? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's less downforce to start with. And, uh, I think, think uh, yeah, we haven't had enough time to understand the tyre, because Scott and I did a test at Indy and found that the tyre makes a big difference, because this car has a different weight distribution. It's a lot further forward, so could probably make the the tire work a lot better as well uh yeah you you know you can you know pick its pieces i I think we you know as as will sort of alluded to we we had a pretty successful test at indianapolis um a week or two ago uh with some aero changes and and some uh some uh ideas uh you know to to move forward the tire was a big thing so we're you know the front uh, wing and plates and and some of the under underwing as well. So you know, I think there's definitely some some things in the works. Um, I think some of the areas we go to are a little light on downforce, um, but you know, it's 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 kind of the first go at it, and it's it's really tough. You know, when you don't get to run at these places, you know, some of the tracks they can dial in really easily and, and really well. Um, but you know, I think right now, just it's super tough to follow close, and and ultimately, it just makes it really hard to pass. Wolfgang. Fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Scott, uh, question number one. You said earlier it was a frustrating day. Nevertheless, from thirteen to third, it was under the circumstances not so bad. Yeah, under the, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, yesterday was frustrating too. Yeah. Uh, qualifying thirteenth. Um, so a frustrating weekend, I should have said. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was more frustrating in just the the race itself for me. You know, I. We got stuck behind Marco for I think it was three stints, and it was just miserable. Um, and no, you know, no fault of his. You know, they were just trying to hit a fuel number, but I just couldn't do anything. And then no, I, I had no pressure from behind. It was the most bizarre thing where you're running four or five miles an hour slower than probably the pace of the race should be, and nobody was doing anything. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that sums it up. I think we did the best we could with what we had. You know, I don't think our car was very good. 
um, you know, we didn't test here. You know, Penske didn't test here either. But but uh, you know, fundamentally, we just didn't really roll off the truck very well. So um, I think we got the best out of what we had, but uh, it was frustrating. And the second question, uh, I think, uh, after the interruption before the new start, uh, Bordet was telling that. Um, he was not happy with the repair of the fences. Did he share his opinion with your driver colleagues? I didn't even see it. I didn't look at the repair. Okay. I don't know. Did he? I don't know. He must have gone out there or something. I have no idea. Okay. And one question for you. Well, uh, close to half distance, lap 95 or 96, you were very fast and then the speed dropped. Was it fuel-saving mode? Uh, yeah, it was a bit of that and I probably caught traffic. Yeah, whenever I was clear, I was fast, and then you just kind of went to the pace of the guys in front, slowly picked them off. Um, it just took a while to get by people. All right, we'll go to the middle of the room with uh, David and then Bruce. Uh, I have one question for Scott and one for Will. Uh, that is okay, too. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Scott, uh, as far as the... Uh, Bumps were concerned, uh, you know, where you uh, grounded out uh, in qualifying yesterday. Were you also limited by the fact that raindrops had started to fall on your qualifying run? Yeah, good point. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did see some of that. I'm like, man, I think it's raining. I should just pull off. But uh, <laughs> no, that was the least of our problems. Right. Um, the bump, and I think we were the only ones feeling the bump too. So I don't like, you know, watching a lot of the in car and and uh, people that also ran. Uh, we we were maybe a little aggressive, so it was. Uh, I think we solely take uh, you know take the toll for the shitty qualifying. Okay. Uh, well, uh, if uh, you had been able to stay ahead of Rossi, looking at uh, how he got through traffic compared with how you got through traffic, do you think you could have held him off, or do you think he had enough for you? If I um, if I had him through the. On the last stint there, when we had all that clear track when we came out, yeah, I was be very confident I could, you know, hold him off because I was able to do two two sixteens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just, you know, losing a spot and then a very bad in and out lap, lost seconds in that exchange. Um, so that was our only shot to, to get him. But yeah, I think uh, thinking the last stint, if we had been ahead, it, if someone's running, you know, two fifteens in front of you, you're never going to get them. Over to Bruce. This is for Scott. Uh, you're well familiar with the technical director over at Andretti. He was your engineer for some good years, uh, Eric. And I was asking him, you know, this great matchup of youth and, and aggressiveness against, you know, legendary experience. And he basically said, Scott's been through this a time or two, so we know it's not going to be easy. How much do you feel that at this point, with the lead that you've got, experience is going to be the X factor that makes that decides the championship. Uh, I think it can work for you and against against you. To be honest, it's kind of like you know. I think I've said before when you go to Indy for the first time, it's kind of nice not expecting anything. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know that you're not going to enjoy that or this or or you're going to have this issue in the race or, or whatever. So. Um, you know, I think it's. Uh, I think everybody at this level right now, the preparation is, uh, you know, is is key, and and everybody's at a very high level. Um, you know, Andretti have done uh, a very good job. Uh, you know, Rossi himself. You know, I think even you know stepping up against his teammates too has has uh, you know put himself on a bit of an island there too. So, you know, uh, these championships are never easy to win. Um, 
they never will be and you know we'll, we'll give it our best and you know hopefully it's enough if it's not then you know we, we've got to you know get back to to the drawing board drawing board i know there's some you know areas that that you know right now we're, we're struggling with pretty pretty big um which makes it uh you know uh, frustrating at times too but um you know eric and and you know not just eric but there's there's a ton of talent over there they've got uh you know it's a great team it's a big team there's a lot of information it's run well they've got a lot of good people um that's why it's going to be really tough to, to try and beat them. Back to David. Uh, well, did you have any more HP available, uh, or uh, you know, was it uh, a fuel mileage race in in terms of you having to back off more than Rossi did? Yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of time in fuel save. Pretty much, as soon as we caught traffic, I was just in fuel save. Yeah, heavily for most of the race to just keep to get a lap on him and that was our shot to to jump him so yeah that was yeah what we had i mean you're still driving hard you're just in a very lean slot still driving real hard any other any other questions uh let's go with chris and then mary and then back to you uh, Scott, looking at the gateway, you had a very good run there last year, but Alex has been doing very well in ovals this year. How much harder are you going to have to work to try and extend your championship lead as the season dwindles down to Sonoma? Yeah, it's tough. I think Andretti have tested at just about every track possible too. Um, you know, with all the rookie days and the Indy Lights days and, you know, all that kind of stuff that they get. So, you know, I know they tested there. We didn't test there. Um, I don't know. I think in that situation, you just hope you roll off strong. Uh, right now, with you know the the overall format, you know you get an hour practice. It's uh, it's pretty tough to to get everything, uh, even race running, and, and get through everything with a new car that you know we haven't uh, really run at any of these places. So that's that's all you hope for, you know, is that when you uh, you know hit the track, the car's good, and and um, you know hopefully what we learned last year will will cross over a little bit. But you know even then, I imagine it's it's going to be pretty easy to make a mistake in the race, and it's going to be you know uh, maybe a little tough to pass too. So we'll have to uh, see how that plays out. Mary, uh, for each of you, it seems that the drivers in general have asked for a more difficult car to drive, so that this universal kit has less downforce. Seems to work great on the road courses, but sometimes on the super speedways we don't see as much passing as we've been used to. Uh, what would you want to see them change, if anything? I know they're working on it, but is it just a matter of adding a little more downforce? Um, or is there something else that can be done? Yeah, I think the, <clears throat> I think a tire will help. It just depends how far you want to go. I mean, you can, you can either make it so close where you take the, the driver out of it. Obviously, today, there's a lot of driver in it, but it probably needs to go a bit more towards, uh, you know, being wide open in two and, and getting runs. You know, you just need more grip today. Um, that's a bit of probably downforce and tire. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Some of it's just how the car functions right now. I think the the front wing is pretty inefficient, especially when you've got you know lock in it, um, and then when you get close, it washes out a lot more than the rear. You d you just don't have an even balance of of uh, loss of downforce. Um, but as I said, you know, I think they they had some, you know, Indy cars working hard. They do they do a, mm -hmm. they do a really good job. They're very thorough. Um, this year, I've you know I've been really excited with, you know, uh, how on it they've been and, and trying to understand what we need and and um, they they will yeah. get it right. It's just you know uh, it's hard. You know, first time at some of these tracks that you know none of us test it. You know, so it's it's you kind of yeah, it's a bit it's, of an unknown. It's the best group they've ever had at IndyCar yeah. as far as technical the technical side with you know Bill Pappas and 
Tino Belli. I mean, these guys are very thorough. They've worked as engineers in teams, and, and they know the deal. So, you know, every, they're always making the right moves, uh, and they made a car looks awesome. It does race well on short ovals and uh, uh, road courses. It's just a super speedway. It's just little bits of this, and even temperature can make a difference. And the wind direction today was just bad for racing because you had a tailwind out of two. And so, you know, that's where all the passing was last year. It was just impossible to get a run through there. So there's a lot of factors when you go on as fast as we go on super speedway. Uh, Kyle, you still up, up front here with Kyle, and then we'll go over to Mark. Kyle Badger from the Times Leader for Will. Uh, when you did get ahead of Rossi during that exchange, did you make any significant changes to your car to try to make it faster? Uh, no, we just, just minor changes in the pit stops. You know, I had the tools in the car, um, and, you know, we just kept trying to get front wing in it to make it turn. And, um, yeah, just in that particular hour, it's, it was amazing, like, the the... The stint before, you know, when I got Rossi, I was loose. Like, I actually had good front. I went out, and that, that next stint, and I just had so much push out of one. That's why he passed me. So it was just maybe a, a set of tires that didn't work as well, or I don't know. Over on the left with uh, Mark. Hey, Will. This is Mark Cipollone, Auto Racing 1. Um, you had, a, I guess, a post-race penalty uh, for running over that tire hose. Yeah. That one pit stop. Do you, do you feel that it was the Andretti's team fault for pulling that hose back slow, or, or what happened there? Uh, yeah, I remember doing that and thinking, man, I hope I don't get a drive-through, but I remember they don't do that unless it's a, a risk to someone. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think the fact that Rossi had left and there was still a hose out there, yeah, I mean, they were pulling it back just close. It's close, I don't think. It was just one of those situations. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, ah, damn it. A question for Scott. Um, in that accident with Wickens, uh, you were dodging quite a bit of debris there, weren't you? How close was it to, to you hitting something? Uh, I think it was close for a lot of people. Um, you know, for me, I think it was kind of, um, I went low, but then I saw uh, Robbie coming across, you know, as you know, spinning top, and, and it must have just missed. I think it was very close to the side pod, so it must have only just missed. Uh, the the rear of, of our car, but um, definitely when I saw it and I was going for that hole, I thought we were going to get collected. But um, yeah, I guess you know, lucky for us. But uh, yeah, horrible to to see that uh, accident, and and uh, it was definitely a, a pretty big uh, debris field there. Any final questions for these guys, uh, Mary? Do you think it would have made any difference to? the drivers and teams if they did have that hour practice. I don't know if any of you got to do any race set up in the morning hour you had and then you went into qualifying, but do you think that would have changed anything for the race this afternoon if you had that time to set up your car for the race? Um, I don't know. I, I definitely wanted to practice. You know, I, I was pushing pretty hard to get another practice session, but it was obvious because we needed it. Um, so you're going to have one side, you know, I think they went and voted on it after, you know, in the afternoon where, you know, it was kind of 50-50 of teams that didn't didn't want it and the teams that tested and the teams that were good didn't want it. So um, yeah. it is what it is. You know, I think, you know, in retrospect, it's this first lap of the 500-mile race too. So, you know, I don't – It there's nothing good about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you, were you, it was your question whether if we practiced that crash wouldn't have happened? Oh, 
for the race. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you would have seen how how it would be in uh, at traffic. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a vote. <laughs> I would have voted for it. I wanted to get the car right. You guys didn't vote for no. it? No. Oh, they never asked us. <laughs> it's your fault. Oh. It was just like that restart, eh? Yeah. Or oh, the start. Wanker. <laughs> I was like, brake checked everyone. It was obvious. <laughs> that was awesome when they put the data. You couldn't draw a straighter line. Oh. Like. No, it was a little bummer. Oh. <laughs> uh, like all right, gentlemen. Uh, thank, thank you for uh, joining us. Um, we'll see you in a few days at Gateway. Not that you're not wonderful. We gave her the rest of the day off. That's fair. All right. We are joined by the uh, winner of today's ABC Supply 500, Alexander Rossi, driver of the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda. It is, uh, today is the third win of the 2018 season for Alexander, and it is the fifth win of his career. It's the first win for him on an oval since he won the 100th Indianapolis 500 in 2016. Alex uh, led 180 laps today, so it's just pretty easy out there, Sunday drive, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I, I think that, you know, the, the fact that we were able to do that is just a testament to, to the car that I had from Andretti Autosport and, and really the work that, that my teammate Zach Beach put in um, at the test here last week um, because we were able to roll off instantly competitive and, and strong, and we couldn't have done that without him. So... Uh, it was a big team win from that standpoint and uh, a great day for, for the Nap Auto Parts and Dreddy Honda crew and, and they were perfect in the pit stops, perfect on strategy and, and just gave us uh, the tools we needed to get it done today. Um, so we'll enjoy this one, but uh, it's definitely dark clouds metaphorically and, and literally uh, with, with what happened at the start. So look forward to, to talking to Rob and James and um, giving them my best wishes and, and hope to see them uh, very, very soon. Big picture-wise, uh, the last two events you've uh, cut into the lead uh, that Scott had. I know you've mentioned that you just have to beat the nine car for the rest of the season. 29-point uh, deficit, uh, just your place in the championship and uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, we're trying. We're doing We're doing everything we can. I mean, we had a stretch there that the pace was there. We just weren't uh, executing on the Sundays. So. We've been able to do that two weekends in a row now and kind of get back to the, the place where we were at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, the, the momentum and the confidence of the whole team is, is really high right now. And uh, we just got to keep qualifying well and, and having good Sundays. And hopefully we can get it done. But it's, it's going to be no easy feat by any means. I mean, we, uh, we led most of a 500-mile race, and he still finished third. So. Does it mean more to you to win this race uh, in the, uh, the, home, the home race for the Andretti family? Absolutely. I mean, it's it means a lot to, to win any race for Andretti Autosport. Um, you know, they have such a legacy in the sport. To, to be able to add to that in, in a very small way is, is a huge honor of mine, and um, hopefully I'll have the opportunity to do that um, a couple more times this year, and uh, we'll be able to close out with the championship. But at the moment, all of our focus is on St. Louis next week and uh, putting together the best race car and the best package that we can um, to hopefully do out, go out and do the same thing. All right, questions for Alexander? Uh, we'll go with uh, Bruce. I know that you and, um, you know, Robbie have a lot of uh, history together and a long career, and you call yourselves friends and all that. And when you came around and saw the fence and the debris field and all that, what really kind of went through your mind when you found out it was Robbie? What went through your mind? 
Uh, well, the first thing I asked was if he was okay. Um, I saw that Ryan was out of his car, so that was a relief. And yeah, I mean, it's it's Rob, it's it's anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, obviously, you have your friends out there with you, and and those ones hit a bit closer to home. But at the end of the day, all 22 of us, 33 of us, whatever it may be, are, are a family, and um, we try our best to look after each other out there, and, and you don't want to see that happen to anyone. So, um, you know, I'll, we'll continue to think of him and pray for him and his family and his fiance Carly and, uh, you know, all that they have to, to deal with, and um, I hope to talk to him soon, like I said, and uh, give him my regards. Uh, we'll go with Wolfgang and then John and then Mark. Uh, Alexander, first of all, congratulations. You led unbelievable 180 laps from 200 race laps race distance. Was at any moment during the race concerned that you had troubles with fuel consumption? Oh no, fuel was never a worry because um, we were able to hit a, a fuel target while leading. So that's a huge testament to Honda and, and, the, and the gains that they've made in that department. Um, the only the only real times I was concerned was in traffic. It was it was really hard to get around people. So. I could do two 14s by myself without a lot of issue, but I'd fall off to 207s, 209s when I was behind some of the slower cars. So that created a, a seesaw effect with me and Will, and sometimes it worked to my advantage, and sometimes it worked to my disadvantage. Um, but the one big thing for me that I think made a huge difference in the race was my teammates, uh, Zach and Marco, really didn't, didn't put up a big fight and, and let me get by. Um, which which gave me a buffer to Will, and uh, that was a, a huge moment in the race. So I owe them a lot, probably dinners and, and beers and, and all that sort of thing. So I look forward to, to seeing them as soon as possible. John. John Haverland with ESPN Albuquerque and Front Stretch. Uh, kind of a two-part question. So the first is you kind of just talked about it with Wolfgang, but how much uh, of like the inability to overtake today was based on the arrow package and then I'll have a follow-up? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was challenging for, for all of us. I mean, I think the fact that we didn't have a practice yesterday um, in, the, in the afternoon where we focus on race running for sure put everyone on the back foot. So I think, you know, things were a little bit more dramatic than, than they would have been. It's just we all went into the race guessing on a setup based on what we had done in qualifying, which is really hard to do because usually you have a pretty big shift in, in the car setup from, from qualifying to the race especially on these super speedways. Um, if you look at Indianapolis, I mean, we probably have like 37 hours of practice to prepare for a 500-mile race, and today we had an hour. So uh, I think that was really the main reason. Um, so, I mean, that's that's part of the weather. That's part of dealing with things, and it was the same for everyone. So we were all kind of in the same boat of, of guessing overnight and hopefully landing on something that, that was halfway decent. And you cut the uh, championship deficit down by 17 points. So do you feel like momentum is on your side in this final stretch? And then we have the double points race in Sonoma. For sure. I mean, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a long way to go still. And, um, you know, Scott doesn't finish bad ever. So um, you got to keep, keep your foot down and, and your mental focus there and um, keep trying to, to repeat performances like this every single weekend. And... It's a stretch of, of three weeks and three races, and we're down one down and two to go. So the next two weeks are very, very important um, for the entire year as a whole, and uh, we'll enjoy this tonight and immediately start focusing on Gateway tomorrow morning. Over on the left uh, with Mark. Uh, Alexander, great great win, by the way. Um, did you test at um, Gateway uh, yes. recently, and 
do you feel that's going to maybe help you in that race in terms of being able to pass in traffic and so forth? Uh, well, I mean, when we tested, it was just a team test. It was just four of us, so we didn't get a whole lot of traffic running in. Um, so I don't really know how to answer that question. It's a completely different aero kit than this. I think the, all the short oval races this year have been really good. Um, so I, I think we can expect something something similar to what we saw at Phoenix, something we saw at Iowa. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's impossible to tell until you get there. The, the Firestone tires and the tracks are so sensitive to temperature, to rubber that's been down from other cars that, you know, testing's great and it gives you a direction, but rarely is it identical to the conditions you have on race day or the race weekend. So you're always kind of trying to adapt. Uh, but for sure, you know, having time there is, is definitely a good thing. And, and I don't think Ganassi's been there, so, so that's a positive for us. Yes, sir. Dylan Coyle, WHIP Radio. Alex, what do you think IndyCar can continue to do to fix or minimize this dirty air issue on super speedways? I have no idea. Those are smarter people than me, man. They'll look at the squiggly lines and the pretty colors and make a decision. Any other questions for Alex? Uh, we'll come up here with uh, Kyle. Kyle Magda from the Times Leader. Actually, I have two for you. Uh, the first one was, did you have any difficulty trying to focus after what took place there on lap seven? No. Uh, I mean, it's, it's part of our jobs, right? you got to be able to compartmentalize and, and um, you know, do the best job that you can for your, your team and, and to execute the best that you can. And, you know, you just got to gotta kind of accept it and, and deal with that emotion after the race. So... Um, no, it was it was just down to business and, and trying to get the job done. Did you make uh, any adjustments at all throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, you know, the standard kind of adjustments you make during pit stops and trying to chase track conditions and, you know, as 500 miles goes by with 20-odd cars, you know, the rubber goes down and the balance changes a little bit. But the car was great from lap one out of the box. I mean, I think you saw that with the lead we were able to open up really in the first three or four laps on wheel, um, you know, the pace that we had just throughout the whole race was, was strong. And um, like I said, that's a testament to the team. Scott. Scott Walsh for the uh, Scranton Times Union. Alex, uh, two questions. First, you mentioned how good the car was early on. I think a lot of people maybe didn't realize you took the lead because on, on that restart because that's when the, cra the, the lap that the crash happened with, uh, with Robert. Can you maybe just, if you remember, describe that, that, uh, that restart, how you were able to get the lead? Yeah, the, the pole sitter here is usually a sitting duck just because it's such a long run down to... Uh, turn one but you know when i restarted from the lead it just man the honda power was was what made the difference um so that's massive and uh it's a huge advantage for us and i, I think we saw it indeed the, the restarts that we were capable of um so that's that's all down to honda and uh, huge hats off to them and just talk about the last two green flag pit stops because i think the second to last one will was able to get out in front of you, and then you ha had to pass him. But on that last one, he said that was his only chance to get you, and he made a couple of couple of minor errors that cost him a couple of seconds, and you were able to you know to stay in front of him. Just talk about those those two uh, those two pit stops. Yeah, the first uh, the first one um, we we had to pick because we were out of fuel, and we came out kind of in in a gaggle of four or five cars. That it took me a while on the outlap to get up to speed, so that allowed Will to jump me because because he stayed out a lap longer, but. As much as I was, you know, struggling in traffic, I think he was struggling as well. So I, I was able to, to really get turn one, really right, one lap, and uh, had a run on him into two, 
which obviously was the, the deciding move of the race. And then when we pitted, the Rob Edwards did an awesome job of making sure that for the last pit stop, I came out in clean air. And uh, I don't think that he did. So that allowed me to, to really stretch stretch my legs in clean air. And, um, you know, Scott and Sebastian were the cars in front of me, so they weren't exactly slow. So I was able to run good lap time still being behind them. We'll take our last question from David. Uh, Alex, the... Uh uh, one of the uh, noticeable things uh, was uh, the difference between you and uh, Will in traffic. Considering that you had to guess uh, at a setup, was there anything from last year's uh, car that you could take to this, despite it being a completely different aerodynamic package? Uh, you know, remembering how well you ran here last year, and you might have even threatened Will if you hadn't had the fuel knob break off. Yes and no. I mean, I think that there's some underlying characteristics that are the same. I mean, if you look at Andretti Autosport over the years, they've been really strong on super speedways, regardless of the aero kit. So clearly, you know, the the mechanical package that they have works for, for this type of track. And, and for sure, there are some things that translate. But at the end of the day, it was really the, the fines that Zach found in the test um, that were big. I mean, those were things that we don't usually necessarily run on super speedways that we didn't necessarily have visibility on during the month of May. And and I can't express the job that he did um, to, to give the four of us a car that was as good as it was, as strong as the Penske cars in my mind. Um, as a rookie, first time being here, it can't be stressed enough. So uh, huge hats off to him. And um, he'll, be, he'll be on pole and winning races pretty soon, man. Alexander, congratulations. Thank you all. And uh, we'll see you in a few days at Gateway. Appreciate it.